0: Now, broadcasting on Star Worldwide Networks, it's time for the Fashion Rewired Broadcast with Brian Hill. During the Fashion Rewired Podcast, we chat with successful fashion designers and business entrepreneurs who share their powerful stories of success while providing real-time industry tips, tools, and actionable strategies to execute today with the goal of designing our listeners' brands for success. Now, here's your host, Brian Hill.
1: All right, welcome to Fashion Rewired, the podcast. I'm your host, Brian Hill, self-taught designer and director of Phoenix Fashion Week. So why is it important to rewire? I believe that every successful fashion designer and entrepreneur at one time or another made the very smart and necessary decision to rewire their brain, their attitude, and most importantly, their actions to get them to their current level of success. Each week, I get to share stories of transformation with our listeners while giving you the blueprint to rewire. Today, I'm super happy to get you guys My newest friend from like back in the day and new in the day, and she's been working with Phoenix Fashion Week. We have Vanessa Ramirez in the house tonight.
0: Hello. Thank you for having me.
1: (laughs) Yes. Uh, TV host, NBC, Cox, and Major League Baseball, but I have a lot to tell you about Vanessa before you get there. She's a native of Phoenix, Arizona. Uh, Vanessa's TV entertainment, the way I see it, Uh, by working three jobs in the entertainment field as we speak, she's a Diamondbacks in-game host has been doing this for 12 seasons. She's like 25, so I don't know how you been <laughs> doing this for 12 seasons. <laughs> Woo! Uh, she also hosts a lifestyle TV show for Cox Media called Suvita, and she's also NBC Channel 12's morning traffic anchor in the morning. You can see her if you get up at 4.30 a.m., whoa. And most recently, like I said, she hosted the play-by-play at Phoenix Fashion Week for our first ever global live stream. That's a lot yeah what else can you tell me about yourself that i didn't say there (laughs) (laughs)
0: well let me tell you i'm always on the go and i like it that way it's weird you know the one question i get people always ask me how do you do it and i'm like you know i love everything i do and i just make it happen i make it work
1: make it work that's that's advice already so we haven't gotten to the good questions yet but already you're saying make it happen make it work Mm because you don't ever look tired and you just come from. Place to place to place. Yeah. Is, you sure? No eye drops or. No,
0: I think um, I owe that part to my parents. <laughs> good jeans. <laughs> so
1: I said jeans. I was gonna say that. Um, so it's great. So you know you're in fashion rewired, and everyone I feel has been through some um, some tough times, some right. good times. Some people have embraced ideas and challenges, etc. If you could take yourself back to when you rewired yourself, when you said this Vanessa, I'm done with this new Vanessa. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Take me back to that time.
0: Okay. So. Um, Like you said, I'm still 25. I stayed 25 all these years. But uh, back when I was around 25 years old, I had a different life. You know, I graduated college. I moved out with my long-term boyfriend. And, you know, we were living the life. I was working at a Hispanic advertising agency. And one day I received a phone call from my agent. And she was like, do you want to go shoot this short film in Sedona? And I'm like, okay. So she tells me some more about it, and it's three weeks in in Sedona. And I'm like, what do you mean three weeks? How am I supposed to shoot this film in three weeks? She's like, well, I don't know. You got to figure it out with your job. And I'm like, there's no way they're going to give me three weeks off. So um, I called my boss, and she was like, yeah, we can only give you a week off, you know, um, so you have to make a decision. So I call my parents. I'm talking to my boyfriend. I'm figuring all that. And I'm kind of freaking out because I'm like, I don't know why, but something told me, like, you know, the normal me would have been like, now you can't do it. You're not available, so just say no and move on. But something had me thinking about this opportunity and I pondered on it. It was a Sunday. I remember all day long calling my parents, talking to my boyfriend, talking to my boss and asking myself, should I do this? And so I quit my job. I quit my job. I don't know what I was thinking. Um, And then I went and shot this film for three weeks in Sedona and it wasn't even a big time film. Like it was just an indie film, you know, so it wasn't going to go anywhere big. Right. But I just thought it was an opportunity that I had to, And so during that time, uh, my boyfriend and I broke up. (laughs) I came home to an empty house. Uh, My mom was crying, (laughs) waiting for me. I didn't even have a bed. He took the
1: bed. you got to be kidding me. Yeah.
0: Um, So I came home to this empty house. And actually, while I was out there, the Diamondbacks called me. Okay. And uh, they wanted to set up an interview for their in-game host position. So Mm. I was like, okay, this is looking positive. I quit my job. I'm out here shooting a movie. Okay, maybe I'm single and I have to go home to an empty house. But I have this opportunity to, to work for the Diamondbacks. So, when I came home, I went to the audition, took a couple weeks, and I landed the job, and everything has taken off since then.
1: Wow. 25 years old. That is like the magic number then. I just made that up, but I'm so happy that I heard that. So, you went with your gut in the very beginning, and Mm -hmm. so people are always trying to figure out what their gut means about whatever. It doesn't give you the answer sometimes. So, you didn't know the answer was going to be waiting for you to an empty house, you had no idea the answer was the Diamondbacks opportunity, but it started with that really scary thing, which was to quit your, your other job. Yeah. That's the thing. I always want to talk to people about this in Fashion Rewired so they can start to um, hone in on those those, those skills and those right. um, psychic feelings or whatever anyone says, or just your gut. Your you intuition. Know? Intuition. Mm-hmm. And uh, you did that and you haven't looked back and you stayed 25 the whole way.
0: Yes, I mean. I'm still 25 years old.
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. So when you, when you, tried out for the Diamondbacks and you landed the job. You didn't have a house. You didn't have anything in your house, no mm-hmm. bed, et cetera. Tell me like the new action you did for the new you. What was the first thing you did new after that became an action?
0: Okay, well, it was just time to revamp, right? I could have moved back home and stayed with my parents and try to get back on track. But, you know, I was like, I was already out of the house. I was going to continue to stay that way. So I just um, worked. I hustled. I worked for the D-backs. I continued to update my resume. I put my... know, footage what I did have out there and to see if I can get any other jobs and kind of things just fell into place. So it was just revamping myself and not saying, okay, it's time to go back. Let me just go back with my parents and settle on that. No, I was like determined to be independent by myself.
1: Excellent. So you revamped and started working. Mm -hmm. What else did you do after that?
0: Um, So it's kind of weird how this all started. Um, When I started working for the d after that, I received a phone call from a local radio station. And they said they were looking for their new morning co-host. And I'm like, okay. So I go to the interview. And during the interview, the manager at the time was like, hey, you know, I don't know if you'll fit for the morning co-host, but we do have a sales position. Would you be interested in that? And I'm like, no, that's not what I want to do. I don't want to be in sales. He was like, wow, okay. So the next day I received a phone call and they're like, hey, we want to hire you for the morning co-host. Isn't that weird? I think they just wanted to see where I stood or Mm -hmm. if I would back down and be like, "Okay, I'll take the sales job. No, Mm -hmm. that's not what I want to do. So I ended up um, working in the morning radio show. And that's how I got my first experience waking up really early in the morning because it started at six in the morning. And um, I did that for about a year. And because of that opportunity, I was able to purchase a home. Excellent. Because it showed steady income, right? Excellent. It's supposed to be for three years, but you know how the radio business is. For sure. They, they fired the whole show after <laughs> a year. <laughs> and actually, it's kind of crazy because that's the first job I've been fired from.
1: Wow. Yeah. And it had nothing to do with you, it's no. just how they do it. Yeah, it's just, it's how, just how radio how works.
0: If ratings aren't working well, then they start getting rid of one person one by one, and then uh, eventually they'll redo the whole show.
1: Right. Why do you feel, when you talk about your action step, right? You revamped yourself, uh, you took on new opportunities, and you held your ground. That's mm-hmm. the second action I love. But then a third action, you mentioned you bought a house. Right. Why is that action important?
0: Because I felt it was the next step to becoming an adult, a responsible adult, an independent, responsible adult. And, yeah, and I was a little bit younger, you know, when I purchased my home and, I was, and a lot of my friends were still renting. A lot of a lot of my friends were married and living with their spouses. Um, but I just thought it was the next step that, that I needed to do in life.
1: I love it. I became an independent adult. Mark that right there. Okay. <laughs> so... I mean, we're going to talk about you when you were younger younger, Vanessa, but it sounds like to me that revamping yourself, uh, taking on new opportunities, um, your intuition, holding your ground and becoming an independent adult are all super important. But what are some habits that you now see from getting up early to how you do things? Tell me some habits that are formed out of those, out of that rewire that you do today.
0: Well, some of the habits I want to say is learning that you cannot... Um, you have to say no sometimes to things. You have to say no to your friends when they ask you to go out because you have a responsibility to do your job. Um, when your plate is too full, you have to learn to say no to people that I don't have time to do this because otherwise you're going to come overwhelmed, become overwhelmed, and then it's not going to be enjoyable anymore. Right. So, however, I am a person that likes to do a lot, so I try to fit as much as I can on the plate on my plate. But there is times that I have to be like, "Hey, I can't do this. Let's right. circle back and see if I can get with you another time."
1: That's good. Um. What are the habits you think? You getting up early? That's a habit yeah. now.
0: It is a habit. It's it's a weird habit. So now for working for the morning news show, I wake up at two thirty a.m every morning.
1: So Marky Mark style.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You know, and he's a successful person. He said, that's part <laughs> of his success. Um, but I have to do that. He does it to work out and get his day started. <laughs> but so I don't work out at two 30 in the morning.
1: <laughs> I was going to ask you that next.
0: No. Um, so my habits, I, I need to work on this a little bit, but I need to get more sleep. Okay. Um, so that's something that I wanted to focus on for this new year. Um, but it's, you know, going to bed at a reasonable time, um, planning out my day my schedule to fit everything in that I need to get in before I have to go to bed the na- that night to excellent. get ready for the next day.
1: Yeah. Excellent. Uh, can you share with us what time that is when you go to bed?
0: <laughs> you want the real answer? The real answer. <laughs> I usually go to bed at 9 PM. Okay. So That's, I get about that. five hours of sleep.
1: I will even say, Whoa.
0: Yeah. And it's whoa. not a lot at all. And it's funny how my body just functions that way now. Okay. Um, but like I said, it's not healthy.
1: Right. right.
0: Um, right. so I need to work on getting a couple more hours of sleep.
1: So planning your day, before the day comes, is a habit that is completely must for you at this point because you have so much packed in. Uh, You want to get more sleep, which is great. But getting up early, I I still think you're getting a lot done. I I really do because even though you are working my short time, you get off at NBC, but you're already ahead of the game so much more than anybody else. else, There's definitely something to the Marky Mark thing or he wouldn't be doing it. Yes, he has a cushy life maybe compared to what you and I think, but he's still working throughout the entire day, and he's extended a couple hours, so I like it.
0: You know, I've heard a lot of successful people do that. They will wake up early before everybody else Mm -hmm. to enjoy their coffee, relax, Mm -hmm. read the paper, and then they get their day started. And they said that's helped them succeed in life.
1: True. I'm a fan of the, uh, I'm the 5 a.m. club now. So I started at um, Thanksgiving this year, and so I've been doing 5 a.m.s, And I'm getting like another hour and 45 or two hours before my team wakes up. Mm -hmm. And for me, it's great because even if I didn't get this day done before like you do, I can still get it done before they wake up. And that's like really important because yeah. they need your attention. They need questions answered, et cetera. And it's just stop, start, stop, start get you off track. So I like the 5 a.m. club. I'm not Marky Mark yet, but maybe next year. I'm <laughs> working on it. <laughs> um, how about one big accomplishment that you now know, this new Vanessa that you can attribute to? I mean, is it, is it, is it NBC? Do you think that's the big accomplishment you've gotten out of all these habits that you've built?
0: I would say yes, because my original goal when I graduated college was to become a news reporter. Um, but the thing is, I was born and raised here in Arizona, and I'm really close to my family, and I didn't want to leave them. So the normal route to becoming a reporter or news anchor is you have to move to another market, and usually a smaller market that pays you like fifteen to $20,000 a year. Um, so I was kind of scared to do that because I'm also an only child, so I'm like super tight with my parents. Um, And so that was the original goal, and I didn't do it, right? So I did everything else. I did radio. I did the D-backs. I've been on a reality show. I've done a pageant. I've done everything you think of. So the one last thing that I needed to do was go back to my original goal and become that reporter. Right. And so because I have all this experience now under my belt, there was an opening at Channel 12, but it was for their 4 o'clock show, and it was for their new host. Gotcha. So I went in, okay, no news experience besides my internship, but that was way back in the day. Way back in the day. (laughs) Um, I went in and here's a funny story. A friend of mine, um, she wanted to start getting into the managing business, you know, managing talent. Sure. So she acted as my manager, called them and was like, you know, one of my clients is interested in your position. Um, She would like to come meet you guys. He's like, okay, send me your information. The news director, he calls me and I meet him. He has no clue that I've never,
1: (laughs) I don't really, this isn't merely my
0: manager. Um, and I go in and he just is like, I love your personality. You know, you're a little green. Mm-hmm. He's like, so we'll start you off as a reporter, as a things to do reporter. So I went around the valley highlighting different fun activities for their four o'clock show. So I didn't get the hosting position, okay. but I still made it on the show. Sure. But just as a reporter. Gosh,
1: gotcha, you got gotcha. you. Wow. Yeah. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. How'd that feel?
0: Amazing. Because yeah. that was my original goal. What, <laughs> I don't know, 10 plus years ago, you know? Right, so, right. And I finally did it. And when I remember when they introduced me on that show the four o'clock show, I was wearing this light blue dress, and I was so excited. And I had everybody watching, you know, my family and my friends, and it was just the most amazing feeling ever.
1: Bravo, bravo! So we have to bring you back after this little uh, message from our sponsors. We're going to take you into what we call the garment district. So okay. the garment district means wholesale and retail. The brand Vanessa Ramirez, would you be wholesale or retail? So when we get back from thinking our sponsor, we're going to find out what you are. Sounds good. Spring into style. Happening Saturday, March 23rd, is the most anticipated fashion event of the season. A hyper local event showcasing six top Arizona stylists via six runway shows, each highlighting spring 2019 trends from local retailers and designers. One stylist will win the coveted title of Stylist of the Year. To get your brand involved, email sponsorship at PhoenixFashionWeek.com. And we're back with Vanessa Ramirez, TV host. I call her She Is Entertainment. And so, Vanessa, thank you very much for the first half of a Fashion Rewired. Now we're going to put you in the garment district. You are a fashionable person. I know that you also were a model in the beginning. Yes. Right? That's so how I started off. I, I tapped that. I tapped that. <laughs> so now we're going to talk about um, the Vanessa Ramirez brand. Uh, retail, you are appealing to the end user, maybe the consumers that watch you on, in the morning. Mm-hmm. But also, you're also uh, kind of wholesale because you're working with the Diamondbacks, a big distribution company. Which side do you think you flip on the most?
0: Oh, that's a tough one. I don't know. I, ooh, I'm going to say I juggle with both. I think I know how to handle both of them, both sides, right? Because I've been doing the D-backs for 12 seasons. Sure. And I know how to appeal it to that market. And, you know, I'm not super sports savvy, but I'm fun and I'm entertaining <laughs> and I love interacting with fans, right? Right. And then Channel 12, it's a whole, it kind of... It's a kind of same thing, right? You're entertaining people. You're waking them up in the morning, getting them ready for their day with a smile. Mm -hmm. And so all of my jobs that I'm working on, I'm making everybody smile. That is my goal.
1: For sure. That's good. And so because you're you're independent, you know, um, brand yourself, Mm -hmm. when you talk about wholesale and retail, we talk about what sales platform do you think gets the Vanessa Ramirez brand out there the best? Um, Obviously, you're talking to and working with the biggest brands in town, but can you pick one or the other that is the largest, or do you even want to say?
0: I I don't know. (laughs) I kind of think they all have their own. They're big in their own way, right? Sure. Um, I mean, for definitely for the TV world, NBC. Yeah, I work for NBC, Mm -hmm. and then for the sports world, I work for a Major League Baseball team. Right. You know, and then even locally here, for I work for you know hosting Suvida. It's Cox Cable. It recently went national, so it's doing big things.
1: Good stuff. And she did a little thing called Phoenix Fashion Week too. It's kind of growing as well. so <laughs> And
0: that's amazing, too. And yeah. you know what? The funny thing is, I've been trying to work with you for years. That's years crazy. and years. And finally, I got my chance.
1: <laughs> <laughs> we just called her and said, you want to do this thing? She said, I'm in. It was That's all it was. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, you did a phenomenal job. I saw some of the uh, footage the other day again. And to have like this sideline reporter for fashion was amazing you talked to and talked about what you saw on the runway you helped communicate uh what the brand was about behind the scenes mm-hmm. and i know the, the viewers love that so that's going to happen again so keep being fashionable that's good
0: it was a lot of fun
1: <laughs> on social media i follow you on social media mm-hmm. you have a ton of followers etc but um which social media platform do you think really talks to the vanessa ramirez follower the most between all of them what's, what's the number one
0: instagram hands down I G Y. Yeah. I think you can just express more of yourself on Instagram. It's fast, quick. You have stories that people can watch that you're sharing. You're putting on there throughout the day of what you're doing, what you're eating, where you're at, who you're working with. And it's fast and fun entertainment Sure. where I feel like Facebook, uh, people tend to have longer posts, longer messages, uh, where people have to really sit down and take the time to read through them.
1: Is, Is there time to do that?
0: Not a lot. <laughs> <laughs> there isn't. So Instagram for sure is my number one. Like this, I, that's the first um, in- social media outlet that I post to. Gotcha. It's the one that I go to right away. And it's, I just feel like it's the easiest. And that's the one I interact the most with. like my friends or followers or fans. If you sure, sure, me.
1: sure. And um, with all the time you're doing, you've got to follow people too, right? So mm-hmm. I know you're a foodie, travel, life, Phoenix, but who are you following on social media that you think inspires you every day?
0: Oh, that's a good one. I have to think about it. You know, I do love following the local food bloggers. Yes. Because I think it's neat that they get to go out and try these um, restaurants and try these new recipes and how they're made. And they get to meet the chefs. And it's like, wow, you get to see how the whole the whole plate is started, you know, from from when they think about it, when they create it. And then when it hits your table right in front of you
1: right what, what's a good blog you've read lately that, that that happened about what restaurant or what blogger
0: um let me see that's a good one I mean I love all of them I like Mora's story I like the fact that also on their Instagram they they post a lot about their restaurant about behind the scenes they post about the gentleman who started it and he seems very involved in the community too which I like a lot
1: yeah ex- excellent so um, I know people ask this, they're, they're talking about what are you going to do next? Mm-hmm. Um, is it, is it Arizona? Is it Los Angeles? Is it New York? What do you think the next business platform is for you for the Vanessa Ramirez brand?
0: That's a good question. You're right. I do get asked that a lot. And I just tell people, you know, I can't plan for the future. Right. Because I didn't plan any of this mm-hmm. that I'm doing in my life. It kind of all just fell into place. Sure. Um, and I'm super thankful and blessed for it. Um, but I don't know. You know, I also started, um, a local fundraiser, um, in memory of my father. Yes. So he, uh, lost his life to non-smokers lung cancer. And so actually it's coming up here at the end of the month, but I'm also focusing on that. That's taken a big part of my life as well. Um, because you know, I want to help other people, other families in our community and even nationally, because I also donate to a national organization. Um, so that way they don't have to go through what we went
1: through. Like I sure. said, I'm an
0: only child. It was my mom, dad, and me. We were super close. We did mm-hmm. everything together. You know, even when I purchased my home, it took all three of us to figure out what color paint I wanted on the wall. I love that, you know, and we were very involved. And so to lose him and now we, and, and that's another rewire. My mom and I had to rewire our lives without him. Yes. Um, and not be sad and not be depressed. And so I took this fundraiser and I, used it as my outlet as a to do something positive instead of negative. So I put a lot of my energy towards that to helping other people, other families, so they don't have to go through what we went through.
1: Right. And so you don't know the story, but um, when I first heard of you, um, one of the stories I heard about was you losing your dad. Mm. And so I said, we have something in common. I lost my mom to cancer as well, only child. Mm. And really from that point on, I don't know why it takes so long for us to work together, but... I thought that you and I connected on that alone. And I know exactly what you went through. Not your exact shoes, but that only child thing when you lose a parent uh, to that that disease, very difficult. And the rewire is major. But the rewire has to happen, you know? Yeah. And your dad 100% is proud of you, but he knew you would rewire regardless. Uh, You're not going to sit on the sidelines. You are a go-getter. And that's how I felt as well. I'm I'm here because of that, honestly, you know? So I, I, like you, want other people to uh, be able to rewire, um, go through some challenges, and pick themselves up dust themselves off and be better.
0: That's what I tell everybody. Tomorrow. You're going to go through obstacles, but don't let it get the best of you. Especially for you you know your mother, my father, they wouldn't want us to no. see us be down and sad. And you know, I like the, I knew my dad wouldn't want that from me. Right. So I was like I have to continue. And you know, I it's part of funny the news thing. Because he knew that was a goal, right? Way back in the day when we were talking about it. And even when he was sick in the hospital, I remember we had a conversation and he was like, I'm so worried about you because you're, you're an independent contractor. You work, you know, Suvida and you're doing the D-backs, but it's only six months out of the year. And you know, what happens if you don't have a steady job and how are you going to do it? I'm like, don't worry, dad, I got this. I got it figured out. I'll make it happen. And it did happen. It just took a little bit of time. Yeah. yeah. And now I have that steady job. I got that insurance. (laughs) I got the 401k. That's awesome.
1: That's (laughs) awesome. Um, do you have any time to read books? Because when I, I'm, I don't have your schedule in front of me, but I'm thinking of your schedule, right? The 2.30 a.m., mm-hmm. et cetera. Is there any time in there to read magazines, books, blogs, food blogs? Mm-hmm. So maybe you recommend two blogs that we can follow.
0: Well, actually, I do follow. Um, I listen to podcasts in the morning okay. uh, and YouTube when I'm getting ready. That's my time to like, okay, I'm doing my makeup at 2.30 in the morning um, and I have it on. I love Lewis Howe's. Excellent. Have you heard of him? I do. I love him. He's very positive, tells you how to... And same thing. He came from, you know, he came from... He was down and out at a point in his life, sleeping on his sister's couch, didn't have any money, yeah. and decided to make something of himself. Right. So I love him. And... um you're gonna laugh at this one. <laughs> I'm,
1: I'm already laughing. Um
0: her name is Jackie. I'll have to get you the exact last name, Jackie Sabrum, I believe, but she is a dating coach. Okay. And hers is um getting engaged at any age. <laughs> and I just love her because she's so positive and happy. Yeah. And she shares More than her, you. More than you. <laughs> probably about the same.
1: Okay. All right. She
0: shares her stories about these poor, you know, women. Having a hard time dating these days, Mm -hmm. and then she encourages them, like, Hey, you can get engaged at any age. She was over 50 when she got engaged to her husband, and she said it's the love of her life, and she's living the best life ever. So she's sharing her secrets about what she did and what she went through to make that happen. And I'm sure that inspires lots of women, you know, that are older, especially, or that are widows now, right? Like, my mom's a widow, right? Um, that it can happen and it will happen again.
1: That's and good. so
0: I just like, cause she's just happy and
1: positive. <laughs> we're going to build a blueprint about your podcast today and we're going to get all that information so all of our listeners can follow Jackie as well as Louis. So thanks for that. Um, so I'm going to take you back to when you were a little Vanessa, mm-hmm. young, young Vanessa. You've, you've accomplished pretty much all your goals that I've heard so far already, and you're still super young, but take me back to when you're younger. If you could give younger Vanessa some advice that could get you to where you are now faster. Okay. What would it be?
0: I would be, uh, I would tell myself to go for it. You know, when I was younger growing up, I was very shy and timid. Um, I got picked on in junior high and high school. I would come home crying to my mom like they're picking on me, telling me I'm too skinny or I look funny or, you know, whatever. (laughs) Um, And I just would have told myself like, hey, girl, you can do this. You are strong. You have amazing parents that give you so much love. Don't don't let what anybody else says about you bother you. Right. Like, you just got to do you. Right. And I, it took me a long time to figure that out. You know, probably when I had to rewire at 25 years old, like, hey, Vanessa, sure. this is you, girl. You were in this all by yourself. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You got to you got to do you and you got to right. make things happen. Right. So I wish I would have learned that earlier in life. You I, know, I like
1: I like do you. Um, I like be strong. I like go for it. Those mm-hmm. are all things that people can do tomorrow. And again, we want people to listen to this today. I want them to go out and do it and then tag you and say thanks for having us and thanks fashion rewired and we're doing with young designers all the time and all these different lessons that are in life are really in your business too and that's why it's a complete parallel we, the way we see it so everyone wants to follow you so tell us how it us, it, it's, it's, it's the end of this fashion rewired i, I can't believe it what it, it was that fast it was that quick.
0: <laughs> i feel like we need more time uh, no no you got to
1: come back on but how can people follow you
0: um on my instagram it's at vanessa underscore host that's the best way to get a hold of me Um, I'm always on it, always checking it. It's like a bad habit that we have now, right? Whenever you have a free second, you're on Instagram.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Right on, right on. But a
0: good one because you're, um, you know, interacting with people.
1: Right, right, right. Um, Tell us, tell our listeners one more time about why it's so important to rewire.
0: It's important to rewire because no matter what, you are constantly changing as a person. So you have to grow. Um, You also have to look back at the lessons that you've already learned and then utilize them in the future for, you know, um, Getting more sleep, for example, I need to get more sleep. (laughs) So I'm going to focus on that because I know getting more sleep is going to make me a better person. I know it's going to make me function better in the morning. I know that I'm going to have a healthier body. So it's just, this is something that I need to do. It's my new goal, right? So just focus on you. Do you, um, don't be scared. I mean, what do you have to lose? Right. Zero. Go after your goals. Exactly. And, and even and if it takes you longer than anybody else, that's okay because that's your life. Exactly. You live your life. Like I am one of the older girls at the news station in that studio. What? Yeah. That's amazing. And I, but you, because I finally went back to that original goal and made it happen.
1: That's right. That's right. Mm-hmm.
0: So just do it. You have to do it. And then because if you don't do it, you're going to be upset at yourself and like, oh, what if, what if I would have done this? What if I would have done that? And right. you're always going to have those what ifs. So if you try it and you fail, hey, at least you tried it and you learned something from it.
1: Exactly. But if you
0: try it and you succeed, bingo, you've winner, reached your goal.
1: Winner, winner, um, As always, we're going to have a blueprint for Vanessa Ramirez's podcast today. You can follow her one, two, three action steps or be inspired by what she's accomplished already. All you got to do is go to Fashion Rewired on Instagram and DM me. It's free to download and you can be like Vanessa Ramirez. So thanks so much for being on today. Thank you You will come me. back and we're out. The Emerging Designer Bootcamp Live. Are you the next it emerging apparel or accessory designer? Are you struggling with sales or manufacturing issues? Each year, Phoenix Fashion Week travels the nation and hand selects emerging fashion talent to enter the very challenging three-month-long designer bootcamp live, leading to the top fashion runway in October and the coveted title of designer of the year. To apply, email designer at phoenixfashionweek.com.
0: Thank you for joining us for our weekly 30-minute podcast focused on the business of fashion. Fashion Rewired is all about the successful transformation of your mind, perspective, and daily approach to your fashion brand. Make sure you listen next week for the Fashion Rewired podcast with Brian Hill.